0: Welcome to episode 42 of Crime Time for Thursday, March 7th on FayObserver.com. I'm Sonny Jones. On the podcast, we'll look at issues involving crime, courts, and public safety, highlighting stories in the news. And a reminder, anyone we discuss who has been charged with a crime is presumed innocent until found guilty in a court of law. Let's get started. 230 years That's the minimum amount of time that Robin T. Applewhite will spend in prison. The maximum, 299 years. The Cumberland County man was sentenced Tuesday, March 5th. It came a day after a jury uh, convicted him of coercing women into prostituting for him. He also was ordered to pay the women nearly $608,000 because he did not pay them when they were his sex workers. It's unlikely, of course, any of the victims will see much, if any, of the money. Applewhite, who represented himself, spoke Tuesday at his sentencing hearing and said he was not angry at the jury for its decision based on the evidence they heard. However, Applewhite was not allowed to present certain evidence during the trial by Superior Court Judge Thomas Locke. That evidence will be preserved for the State Court of Appeals to review. Applewhite made headlines in 2013 and 2015 with arrests on human trafficking charges in Onslow County and Cumberland County. Kelly Tweedle of the Five Sparrows Anti-Human Trafficking Organization in Fayetteville said the gist of the Cumberland County case against Applewhite was that he forced the women to perform sex services for clients. He kept the money the women earned and he gave them drugs. Applewhite first contacted the women when he saw them advertising on Backpage, a now-defunct classified advertising website that once was a central location online for prostitution. Now, Applewhite got caught in March 2015 when one of the women broke out of the basement of his home in Spring Lake and ran for help. Further charges were filed in 2016 as investigators developed the case. It was in October when North Carolina Highway Patrol trooper Kevin Connor was gunned down during a traffic stop in Columbus County. Two men have been charged with first degree murder in the slaying that took place in the pre dawn hours. On Thursday, March 7th, Connors Law was introduced in the North Carolina General Assembly. The legislation aims to crack down on people who assault law enforcement officers and other public safety workers. The le- legislation mandates mandatory prison time for anyone who uses a firearm to assault a law enforcement officer, probation officer, or parole officer. Now, according to State House Speaker Tim Moore, who is the lead sponsor of the legislation, existing law does not Mandate that. The speaker said that it was possible for someone with an otherwise clean criminal record to get probation in some cases. Under Connor's law, the sentence for using a firearm to assault a law officer could range from just over three years for someone with no prior record to more than 13 years for someone with a prior record. It also doubles the death benefit to $200,000 for the family of a murdered public safety worker. Video gaming operations were back in the news last week. More than 300 video gaming machines were seized in Bladen County. An investigation by the Bladen County Sheriff's Office and the North Carolina Alcohol Law Enforcement targeted illegal video gaming operations. The investigation originated from citizens' complaints, according to Bladen County Sheriff Jim McVicker. With assistance from the Bladenboro Police Department, authorities seized machines from Freddy's on Elm in Clarkton, 701 Sweepstakes in between Elizabethtown and White Lake, and two places in Bladenboro, Clicks 211 Arcade, and Jules Sweepstakes. Another business, Aladdin Sweepstakes in Dublin, voluntarily ceased operations. Under an agreement with owner Jeffrey Smith, the operation will not reopen in Bladen, Columbus, or Brunswick counties. Now, one of those charged was Stephen Ray Lovin of Lumberton. He is a former deputy with the Robeson County Sheriff's Office. Lovin was sentenced to prison more than a decade ago for his part in the Operation Tarnished Badge investigation. You know, we've heard about these video gaming operations for years. Raids have been conducted in Cumberland County and, in fact, in most counties in the region. So what makes these machines unlawful? Well, basically, in North Carolina, games of chance are deemed against the law. Games of skill are okay. Obviously, owners of the sweepstakes say the games involve a level of skill to win a prize. Law enforcement disagrees. Bladen County Chief Deputy Larry Guyton told BladenOnline.com that the charges against the operators pertain to the type of software used by the games. Sheriff Sergeant Jay Hewitt explained that if a player makes a bet on the chances of symbols in a game lining up in a certain way, that is considered gambling in North Carolina. He added with his interview with BladenOnline.com that it is illegal for anyone to operate a video game that simulates a game ordinarily played on slot machines for the purpose of electronic game promotion. It's a debate that's not likely to end anytime soon, but in Bladen County, five businesses are no longer operating today. Well, let's check some crime briefs. A Fort Bragg soldier's family is safe after a domestic disturbance escalated in a Charlotte Street home on Saturday, March 2nd, resulting in an evacuation of the area. Police officials with Fort Bragg, Fayetteville, and Harnett County negotiated with the, soldiers, or with the soldier for hours before he left the house. That's according to Fort Bragg Public Affairs Officer Tom McCollum. No shots were fired. No one was injured in the incident, McCollum said. McCollum said the soldier was a member of the Special Operations Command. He has not been identified. A federal judge sentenced a 24-year-old Fayetteville man to six years in prison after he was charged with drug distribution and firearm offenses. That's according to U.S. Attorney Robert Higdon, Jr., Demetri Everett was sentenced in the federal court of the Eastern District of North Carolina with a stretch of prison time to be followed by five years of supervised release. Everett was named in an indictment filed on June 13, 2018, charging him with conspiracy to distribute and possess with intent to distribute heroin and fentanyl, distribution of fentanyl, distribution of heroin, and possession of a firearm in furtherance of a drug trafficking crime. A Red Springs man is accused of assaulting a man from Roland while in Jacksonville, 48-year-old David Hunt of Bonds Lane was charged Tuesday by the Jacksonville Police Department with assault with a deadly weapon inflicting serious injury. Hunt is accused of assaulting the man with a knife, according to arrest warrants. Marcus Blake of Kelly entered guilty pleas to charges of robbery with a dangerous weapon, first-degree burglary, and possession of firearm by a felon in Bladen County Superior Court. On Monday, March 4th, that's according to a news release issued by District Attorney John David's office, Blake received a prison sentence of 128 to 166 months. The home invasion occurred in Elizabethtown on January 6, 2017, when police say Blake met with his two co-defendants, Rohan Atkins and Willie McLaurin, and orchestrated a robbery plan for money and drugs, according to the news release. Blake supplied Atkins and McLaurin with a firearm before they left the meeting. Acting at Blake's direction, Atkins and McLaurin proceeded to a home on Sandpit Road where they forced their way into a residence and robbed two people of drugs and a small amount of cash at gunpoint. The pair later reunited with Blake to return the handgun and split the robbery proceeds. And let's wrap up this edition of Crime Time with a reminder about Cumberland County's third annual expungement clinic. The information sessions are as follows, Saturday, March 9th, 11 a.m. at Simon Temple AME Zion Church at 5760 Yadkin Road. Tuesday, March 19th, 6 p.m. at Kingdom Impact Global Ministries. That's at 2503 Murkison Road. And on Saturday, March 30th at 11 a.m. at Lewis Chapel Missionary Baptist Church Main Campus, 5422. Rayford Road. The expungement program is for people with convictions for crimes that took place in Cumberland County. They have to be considered legally indigent, that is, unable to afford to hire a lawyer. The following crimes and charges qualify for expungement one nonviolent felony conviction from more than 10 years ago, one nonviolent misdemeanor conviction from more than five years ago, one nonviolent felony or misdemeanor from more than two years ago in which the defendant was younger than 18 prior charges of any kind that were dismissed or for which the defendant was found not guilty, so long as the defendant otherwise has no felony convictions. Again, like I said, this is the third annual expungement clinic. The first two was very successful, according to Cumberland County District Attorney Billy West. That's it for episode 42 of Crime Time for Thursday, March 7th. Your comments and suggestions for Crime Time are welcome. You can reach me, Sonny Jones, by email at sjones at fayobserver.com or on Twitter at Jones. Again, thanks so much for listening. Hope you'll tune in next time for the next edition of Crime Time.